everybody. Welcome to the voice of my beloved podcast. It's Aaron Hood here with Braden Waller. And uh, we're digging deeper into the meat of the word. We've got uh, the Psalms of Ascent. Uh, we're on Psalm 121 now. And um, such, such, I hope y'all are enjoying this as much as I am. Braden's done a lot of research and, and study on the Psalms. And uh, we're just going through that. And uh, it's, you know, you can only go so fast. You know, you can only go so fast with the word, with you know, such depth to it. You have digest time. You got to have some <laughs> digest time. So I hope y'all are taking advantage of uh, the depth of this. And um, so, Braden, where, where are we starting with 121? Yeah, so thanks for joining us again, all of you listeners out there. So we're at Psalm 121. Just want to point out at the beginning here, this psalm has a, a unique introduction. Mm. All the psalms start out, and they say in Hebrew, Shir Hama'alot. Except for this one. Hmm. This one says Shir La Ma'alot, which means a song to ascend or psalm. Yeah. To the uh, ascender? Yeah. To, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a unique, these one letter difference. All the other, you know, 14 psalms of ascent start out Shir Hamalot, a song of ascent. Right. And this one literally would be a song to ascend. Right. Yeah, it's so like it's just a anybody else would be like, oh, that was just a mistake. But, you know, right. we're not we're not seeing that. You know, there's got to be some reason. Yeah. You know, such depth. So this is a a psalm to ascend. Psalm if to you ascend. want to ascend to God, if you want to ascend to Him, you know, I'm thinking of Psalm 24. Who can ascend to the hill of the Lord? To the hill of the Lord. Uh, yeah. This is a psalm to ascend. All right. Nice. All of them are psalms of ascent, but this is the psalm to ascend. To ascend. This is the psalm of ascending. Okay, very good. So it opens up, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. So, wow, the God who made all creation yes. is the one who's right there to help us. And we think about the universe. We've got the number of stars in the universe is just mind-blowing. They haven't finished counting them all, but there's... One septillion stars, that's a one with 24 zeros. All right, and, and that's in the known universe. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's everything we know. Right. It's 24 zeros, a septillion. Yeah, that's, that's what they've counted. Wow. And so just this whole thing of, wow, the one who created the universe, it, the guy that's making this ascending, he's ascending here, he's he's going, I'm running into some trouble. I'm looking up to these, ops, these hills, you know, in a, in a way... These, all these psalms are psalms about going up to Jerusalem, mm. right? And so they're on this journey, and they're looking at the hills. They've got to climb the hills and get, you know, on their way to Jerusalem. Mm. So I'm, he's looking up to the hills. Where's my help going to come from? There's robbers sometimes in these hills. Mm. There's, there's obstacles. There's challenges. Where's my help going to come from to get through these obstacles? Well, my help comes from God. The, the person writing this seems to be encouraging himself. He's mm. asking a question, and then he's answering it. Well, the way I'm going to get through this is God's going to help me. Right, yeah. That's, I mean, I'm just thinking also about Jonah, right? They're uh, asking him, like, who's your God? You know, cry out to your God. He, he's like, who are you? who's your God? He's like, my God is God who created the seas and the heavens. Right. And they're like, what have you done? <laughs> it's like, you know, what have you done? You know, because he had told them he, had fl- he was fleeing from the Lord. Right. And man, that, just that kind of like no other God anywhere makes that claim. Right. He is the God, like God. I am the God of the universe. Right. Heavens of heavens. <laughs> beyond compare. And jo- Jonah's like, yeah, my God, he created the heavens and the earth. And they're like, what have you done? <laughs> oh, man, you messed up, son. <laughs> I love that story. But yeah, yeah. that's what he, how, that's how we identify ourselves. We identify ourselves. My God is the God of the heavens and the earth. Yeah. Woo. And then the mountains. 
I'm going to read the scripture here in Mark 11, 23. Yeshua speaks about mountains. He says, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. So I'm thinking of the mountains and the psalm as being, you know, these things that are standing in the way. Yeah. And Yeshua said, you speak to those mountains. You don't ignore them. You know, mm-hmm. the, and this could be, you know, financial problems. This could be relationship problems. Um, mm-hmm. But spiritually. The pink, elephant, the pink elephant in the room. It could <laughs> yeah, be a pink elephant right. too. It doesn't have to be a mountain. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but just that God has called us to speak to the mountains. Yeah. You know, speak to whatever it might be, the problem that you're facing and speak to it to be removed. Mm. And so I think this is the encouragement in this Psalm. If you want to ascend, you're going to have to be able to speak to your problems. Yeah, Speak to them to get out of the way. And God is, as Yeshua has spoken here, believe as you speak to the mountains that are in the way, they will remove. Mm, that's good. They'll be moved. You'll be able to go on the path. Yeah. So face it, face it in the Lord's strength. Yeah. yeah. The power of, of our words, I think, is really what's being emphasized in this passage that Yeshua says. Just speak to these things. Speak in faith, and they will move. So, yeah, just to, on the journey of life, we need to encourage ourselves uh, with the power of who God is, that he made the whole universe. Mm. Yeah, And that, wow, he's got a lot of power, a lot of power yes. to give to us. Right, absolutely. So going on to verse 3. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. And I want to read a verse that goes along with this here in Jude, verse 24. It says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. So whether this psalm is speaking to maybe a fellow traveler or maybe he's just speaking to himself, you know, he's not going to allow your foot to be moved. I, I, I tend to think of it's more of like a fellow traveler. Mm. He's on this journey. He's looking up at the hills going, oh, there's all these obstacles, but God's going to help me. He's assured of God's help. And then he turns to his brother and goes, hey, he's not going to allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you is not sleeping. He's not going to ever slumber. And so just an <laughs> encouragement. He's like, he, he's encouraged himself. So now he can encourage someone, someone else. else. Yes. Amen. And so he's able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Yeah, pass it on. That's so good. I mean, if you're encouraged, yeah. you've been encouraged, encourage someone else. Right. You know there's someone else out there that needs it. Right. Be edifying to one another, you know. Right. Don't just uh, walk out there and be like, oh, I'm doing so much better than I was. You know, just pass that on. Yeah, right. That's really a powerful, that's a powerful thing. I'm reminded of this guy. He said, he goes to some churches where they, they preach a weak Jesus, he mm. said, because they don't preach a Jesus that can help you overcome. Right. But this sounds to me what Jude's saying, he's able to keep you from stumbling. Yeah. You just got to ask him for the help. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> that's right. And so we want to preach a strong Jesus. Absolutely. We want to preach a Yeshua that is able to help us overcome. Right. You provide a way of escape that you may be able to bear it, right? That's the that right. verse. Right. That he will provide a way of escape. Uh, you know, I tell the guys in the jail, I was like, you know, the enemy's going to come after you, but you have to fight him tooth and nail. I mean, like cats and dogs, right. <laughs> you know, as hard as you, you have to really want it. Like you have right. to really want to walk before the Lord in holiness because he's worthy of it. It's, it's a fight, but oh man, it's so, it's so good. Flee as Joseph did flee, right. run. I mean, right. you've got to be engaged in it and it's got to be a, a sold out, um, approach. Right. Yeah. So I just think of on this, just imagining this actual journey, you're walking and, and someone tells you your foot's not going to, you know, you, you, he will not allow your foot to, mm. to, to slip, to stumble. Yeah. And I'm just, 
I've written down something here. I'm imagining this conversation that's uh, happening in Psalm one to Psalm one twenty one journey. It says, "I know this road is steep, and you have just started climbing, but keep your head up. Your muscles will grow strong, and so will your sight. Take heart, my friend. We are nearing the crest of the mount. From there, you will be able to see things more clearly. Your feet will not stumble. You're going to make it home. God is helping you. The one who made the universe will lead you safely to His arms." Amen. So That's just, so good. You know, I'm just imagining this conversation and just, you know what? And we, I mentioned it before, this progression of, you know, we had Psalm 120, the the angst, the like, mm. I got to get out of this place. Right, yeah. the, the mother eagle has made things very uncomfortable in this place far from God. Yes, you know? right. so, so now I got to get out of this place. Psalm 121 is now, he's on this journey and he's, okay, he still, he sees obstacles up ahead. Like, oh man, this is going to be, I'm thinking of Pilgrim's Progress. Like, yes. oh, I, I can see this is not going to be super easy. Yeah, giant. The lions are on the, on either side of the road, you know, yeah. like, but, but just the, the comfort that the one who made everything is actually helping you and he's going to help you make it to your destination Amen. as long as you hold on to his hand. Yeah. You know, it's just stay to the road. Yeah. Just stay on the road. Yes. Go forward and stay on the road. The yeah. lions can't reach you. That's so good. I'm just right. thinking about the, you know, going into the Red Sea. It's like, go right. into the water. Right. I mean, if there was ever a, a mountain or an ocean <laughs> right. you know, that you had to cross, right. go into the water, take the steps, walk right. in, get wet. Right. You know, you're not, it doesn't say you're not going to get wet. Right. It says you won't drown. Right. It doesn't say you won't get wet. Walk into the water and let the God part it for you. Amen. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. Yes. It's good. So going on to verse four. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. And this word behold can also mean look. So it's like God is calling people, look at this. Look at how I've watched over Israel, my people. They've gone through a lot of trials, a lot of hardships, but I've kept them. And in Jeremiah, there's this interesting verse, actually, Jeremiah 31.10. God tells Jeremiah to speak to the nations. It says, hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the isles afar off and say, he who scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd does his flock. And so there's this call to even look at Israel and say, okay, well, God's been faithful to them. I think Mark Twain even said the reason he believed in God was because of the Jewish people because mm, <laughs> right. he saw that they had survived. <laughs> right. They had made it through all these you know, attempts to, yeah, to, to wipe, to wipe them out. So the Jewish people are, are, so Israel, we can look at Israel and go, wow, God is keeping them and he's, he's kept them as a nation, kept them as a people, and he's going to keep me. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Amen. Yeah, he's, he's God of a faithful God. Like as in our worship time this morning, as I was telling Braden before we came on, that uh, that was just something so impressed upon me, you know, that God is so faithful. Mm. You know, it's like he... He wants us to trust him. He's he's trustworthy. Right. He's trustworthy. He's faithful. He's the right. same. And uh, even if he doesn't catch us when we fall, he could and he can. Right. And he has a plan for it all. Right. Like that kind of faithfulness and trust is really right. something that the psalmist, you know, is is struggling with. Is he able to catch me? Is he able to deliver me right. from these things? Is he able to keep me on the road that I'm on? Because this looks impossible. And with God, all things are possible for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Right. You know? So that we got to believe that he's able mm. and uh, that's the faithfulness of God. Right. It's such a, yeah. it's such a refreshing thing. And when we see his faithfulness to his people, Israel doesn't, I mean, 
the scripture tells us, you know, look and see how God has been faithful to them and know that he'll be faithful to you. Right. And, and so, yes, faithfulness of God is such a powerful mm. and uh, rich, rich thing to dwell on. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Verse five, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. And I just love this passage of speaking of God being a shade mm. because let's go back to the, the whole visual picture of you're on a journey. It's not the hot sun. A lot yeah. of times these pilgrimage journeys will be made. Well, at least the one for tabernacles is going to be, you know, in the heat of summer, yeah. you know, it's going to be a hot time of year. <laughs> yes. So they're on this journey up to Jerusalem to worship and but God's your shade. Mm. He's the one that's shading you. You're not going to experience the the intensity of the you know burning sun on you. He, God is going to shade you. And I even think of Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, who dwells under the shadow of the Almighty. Mm. There's this place of dwelling under his shadow yeah. that, that protects us. And I love the connection even to the Song of Songs. We see in Song of Songs 2-3, like an apple tree among the trees of the woods, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down in his shade with great delight and his fruit was sweet to my taste. And so there's this picture of the trees of the wood of, of seeing Yeshua that he is, he's the beloved among the sons, right? Mm. And we sit down in his shade and there's this spiritual understanding of even the tree, the cross mm. that we sit in the shade of what he has accomplished for us. And there's this place of when we do that, when we experience the shade of God, we experience that covering of God, mm. then there's a place of awakening because we look further down the story mm -hmm. and there's this commentary given on this point in the Song of Songs message. It says in Song of Songs 8, 5, I awakened you under the apple tree. There your mother brought you forth. Mm. So that place of resting in the shade of God, yeah. of sitting down, this is the bride, she's not... She's not striving. She's not, you know, trying to, you know, prove her own strength. Just sat, she sits down. Right. Remember where you've come from, right? Right. It's kind of like this idea, there your mother brought you forth. Like, right. go back to your beginnings. You know, we, yeah. we see that. He says, like, return to your first love. Right. When you, and, and rest in me. Don't, mm -hmm. don't strive to do it on your own. He says, right. go back to your beginnings when yeah. you rested on me and right. rested in me. And I'm thinking of also about the cloud in the wilderness, right? Yeah. There was a shade to the people of Israel on the day. Right. You know, a pillar of fire by night to give them light. Right. right. You know, God, you know, he didn't have to do that. Right. He didn't have to do that. Uh-huh. But he was a shade to his people. Right. That's such, it's, it's a, a God that is concerned for his people that gives yeah. shade to them during yeah. the day. It's amazing. So. Yeah. Yeah. And just remembering that whole truth of who God is by grace, you are saved. Yes. Not of works, lest any uh, man should boast. Right. There's that that truth that we see here of just resting in his shade, mm. but that brings awakening. Right. And this is the exact opposite of the whole idea of, well, we're going to do it in our own strength. Mm. And then wherever we get to, we are we deceive ourselves in thinking that it was our own, own strength. Our own strength yes. that God's there and it leads to pride. Right. Whereas if we rest in the shade of God, mm. what he has done for us and our zeal and our passion is fueled by him. Right. And it's fueled by this desire to know him. Then that's a totally different motivation. Absolutely. It's not a self-help thing. It's not a, no. I'm going to, I'm going to get to Psalm 134. You know, I'm going to make <laughs> it all the way to that, the house of God, my own strength. You know, it's, we get there by resting in the shade of God. Amen. By resting in his finished work. And it's not excluding zeal. Amen. It's not excluding passion. There's stirring so much passion. Up. Absolutely I mean, stirring yourself up. Because as we see here in Song of Psalms, hey, that's where I awakened you. Yeah. Spiritually, 
that's and I can testify to that in my own life. That's where God awakened me. Mm. When I realized the power of his grace and mercy in my life, yes. that was where my spirit came alive. Yeah. You love me? I'm beloved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you love me? Wow. This just blew me away and it it stirred up passion in me. Yeah. It, which is totally opposite of the whole thing of saying, well, God loves me. I can do however I please. Right. No, it's, it's a opposite, totally different opposite. thing. Absolutely. Love. God's love is meant to awaken deep passion within us. Right. Stir up to good works. Right. Is what it says in yeah. the word. You know, there's right. this love and it's, it's an awareness, right. Of remembering where you've come from. We've talked about this before, aware of your need right. to where, when you have find any, you're able to minister to someone, let's say, right. It's not you ministering to that person. It's God in you ministering to that person. It's right. Christ in you is the hope of glory. It is him in you. It's his strength through you. It's every good deed done by you is done from him through you. Right. You are a conduit, <laughs> yeah, right? They are just barely a conduit really of God's yeah. goodness and grace that comes through you right. being that willing vessel to yeah. go to the rest of the world. Right. It's, it's not in you. You're not containing it. It's come through you. Let it go through right. you. Right. Yeah. So just be encouraged that to rest in the shade of God. That's the place where you can experience freedom. You can find comfort and he'll energize you in that place of just resting in his work mm -hmm. to go out and do the things that you're called to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. We see Yeshua, you know, taking that rest, you know, going into yeah. the wilderness to pray. That was, you know, mm -hmm. resting in the almighty. Yeah. Do that. Take some time. This crazy world where everything is so, you know, fast paced and right. demanding. Performance time. driven. Performance driven. <laughs> right. Rest. Yes. Be quiet and rest before the father. Yeah. I love this word keep too. It's the Hebrew word shomer. He, the Lord is your keeper. He's, he's guarding you. The guard. And, you know, it's even what the ironic blessing, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Yes. It's just a real richness to that mm. word. Of just, he's going to keep you. He's going to keep your soul. So uh, just want to wrap up and uh, just a, a few more thoughts on, uh, on this. Just that the bride and the pilgrim share the same story in some ways. We, we can see this journey of maturity, even this journey, this progression. And, you know, we've already done the series in the Song of Songs. If you want to go back and listen to that, Tally and I did that last year. But I encourage you to, to understand the elements of there's a maturing process, mm. you know, uh, and we see that so clearly in the Song of Songs journey. You know, as we mentioned uh, last podcast about, you know, I'm dark but lovely. Mm. You know, like God sees things in us that we don't we don't see yet. Right. He sees a mature bride. Mm -hmm. He sees a, a pilgrim that has made it all the way to the end, mm -hmm. you know? And so I think just encouraging ourselves that he will complete the work that he's begun, mm -hmm. you know? And so even in our own weakness, you know, we may go through times of discouragement and doubt, but come back to that place of, I'm trusting in you to complete the work in me, to bring me all the way to the end. Yeah. I want to be in your house. And your David even says it, surely I will dwell in the house of the, of the Lord all the days of my life. He just speaks it boldly mm. that this is his destiny. And I believe, you know, in these early stages of the Psalms of Ascent, we're getting keys of how to stay the journey, mm. of how to be faithful all the way to the end. And this, these are things that strengthen our souls. And part of it is knowing that God is keeping you and knowing that he is your shade. He's the one that's that's watching over you, shading you from the fiery darts of the enemy. So find your worship him, find your rest in him. He's going to be the one to complete it. Amen. Father, thank you for this. Father, pray you would strengthen our hearts to know that it is you, oh God, who deliver us. It is you who work through us. It is you who gets the victory and brings the victory. Father, pray blessings on those out there who are listening to this. May they be strengthened with all might according to your glorious power. This is the voice of my beloved podcast where we believe that hearing and following the voice of the bridegroom king 
leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. Shall preserve your going out. 